Welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, the Doc of Rock, Dr. Bones, and our special guest host, Dave from Grasscutter and the Guaco Project, this generation, Jim Morrison. What's happening, Dave? Good evening. I'm good. Yourself? Not so bad, uh, guys. Uh, so we started a little bit late. That's uh, primarily my fault, and I do apologize. I was a bit starting time, but we got a little sidetrack talking off air. So, But we're live now, and hello. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> so Told you, man, that's what happens when you let a couple of stoners like us loose. <laughs> well, man, talking all, yeah, having a conversation like, oh shit, the show, man. That's the, yeah, knew there's something we needed to be doing. Yeah, give me your license. Oh, it's, it's back there, is it? No, your actual license, not your license <laughs> plate. Oh no, man, it's on <laughs> the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> so this this reference, Cheech and Chong. So I just got to be done. So, uh, man, we have a killer show tonight. Uh, part one is really heavy. And like I was telling people uh, for the promo video, off, oh, obviously off air, for the promo video saying, you know what, when we were talking about it, I said, well, you know, we had a bit of an uneven balance, so it was kind of hard to kind of hard to make it work, meaning there's a lot of uh, bands that could have gone either way for, for down the rabbit hole or for part one, the heavy part, right? So it was a bit tricky, and then I had to redo it a couple of times. And admittedly, there is one mistake, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't figure it out because I was looking at my Dropbox, which I sent to Dave, and uh, so you can listen to and, and catch up as well, and 30 songs in there. And I have 30 bands written down on my rough drafts, and I've done a couple already. And then I'm looking. It's like, well, there's 31. Let's, where's the 31st song? So I'm going over it. I went over it last night a few times, and I just I could not find my mistake. It's like, no, forget it. This morning, it's like, no, forget it. I'm going to ask M. I'm going to get a sound with me. We're going to go over this. So we're going through it. It's like, oh, that's it. That's the one that I marked down that I, <laughs> I didn't have in there. It's like, oh, now it makes sense. Okay, now we're good. But it was bothering me. It's like, why can't I figure this out? And it's because there's the Royal Bloom song, Bittersweet, right? Yeah. And then there's Million Manners with Bitter, right? So every time I saw uh, Bittersweet, right. my brain went bitter. So I always, I just assumed the Million Manners song was already in there in the Dropbox, like in the <laughs> right? So that's what it's like. Yeah. And then we mentioned uh, 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 um, 
was it uh, uh not sapphire wolf but uh uh sapien uh sapien trace yeah yeah sapien trace it's like it's like you're putting them in it's like, well, of course i'm putting them in it's like well i have one this is why are they here it's like oh my god so I go through it once again, and things. I knew the songs already, so I kind of had idea I was going to play some anyways. But I was like, "Oh my god, I, I'm just I'm missing like this such small stuff for whatever reason." Hey, you know what it is, Doc. Don't worry about it, right? Because honestly, just guessing on this for a couple of weeks. I know I've done it before, and I've said this probably before, but you know, any artists out there who want to get their stuff played, I mean, gotta give you. The props to the doc and Mike because the amount of work you must put in through the week to compile the list, sifting through all the stuff that people are sending you, trying to work out what's going to fit where and timings and stuff like that. It's a lot of work, a lot more work than people would imagine, especially when you consider you're doing it all for the love, man. So hats off to you both. Uh, and that's the thing is I can't remember who I was talking to last week, and I, I mentioned I said, well, I'm actually very OCD about my list, so yeah. I, I have I have a have a like it's 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 almost rhyme without reason to a point, just because when I go to do a list, you know, I know that I want part two to be down the rabbit hole and be the more tripped out part, so I haven't already have a bit of an idea in mind of how I want to work that, and part one I know I want to be heavy. But I can play around a little bit, you know, I can mix in, like I've done many times before, make it work. I can go from metal to folk, back to the alternative, and possibly electro pop, and just have it flow smoothly. So, but that's the thing, and that's the hardest part, believe it or not, is trying to get the song to uh, flow smoothly, as opposed to your, uh, we'll call it, we'll call it run-the-mill podcast and or radio station, where it's just uh, either computer-generated or there wasn't a lot of thought that went into it, this, like, We'll play songs because they're popular and go, you know, and that's not the way the show works. It never has worked that way. It never will work that way. It's not yeah. based on popularity. It's based on music uh, that people work very hard on that we appreciate and want to play, but organizing it to a point where it works out, where you can get those <clears throat> um, three or four different genres within four or five songs, but make it sound great where it's not like, well, I was all right, but then, you know, how they go from here to here and all that. So, yeah, yeah. It is hard, but in the end, man, it's all worth it. All worth it. Oh, I, definitely. I, no definitely complaints, not. man. Like, I mean, there's, there's, majority of the time, and I'll be honest, like, majority of the time, uh, by the time I had the list finalized, uh, Kim is around somewhere in the house. And it always seems like, you know, I get the rough drafts out and pretty happy with it. But then I'll sit down when Kim's either doing stuff around the house or sitting close by. And all of a sudden, man, it's, it's like my head just starts writing. It's like, hey, this sounds a lot better. It's going to go so well. So, and in a sense, and, and to a point, she's my muse. Yeah, I guess you could say so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone has to have a muse, man. But it's it's a great time, man. And like I said, we got a pretty heavy first part. Uh, so we are going to kick it off with brand new Heart and Bows, Rocker Heart, and Mr. Ron Bows with a song called Black Water Whiskey. Take this. <laughs>
everyone, and welcome to your loud and heavy Saturday night to kick it off with Bose and Heart Black Water Whiskey. That was an awesome tune, man. The soloing, yeah, the, the tapping, you know, the, and there's a couple of times it's it sounded like almost like cut part of the riff uh, uh, from um, um, uh, Neil Young and uh, uh, Keep on Rocking the Free World. The yeah, yeah. Is this like no way this is awesome but man they always put out gold these two they're amazing plus we know uh rocker heart side project cynthia which we played uh last week actually mm-hmm, so yeah but man the what a great tune always have you can always rely on these two for one hell of a fucking song man rock on that was amazing oh indeed i mean just driving proper driving rock more of a rock like a edgier sound than uh than the tune you're referring to, the Neil Young one, but I definitely understand the reference. Vogley kind of getting a little shade of Iggy Pop as well. I hope he doesn't take that as a slight, but, you know, just in little instances in the verse and stuff, I just thought, yeah. And those hammer-ons as well, was that uh, towards the end, man? Just quality riff as well. Just, yeah, I want some I want some of that black water whiskey, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so do I. Get it on. Get it on. Right, right, right now, I, 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 I just got the... JP Weiser, so JP Weiser, well, Canadian whiskey. <laughs> ice cold, ice cold bottle of Cobra chilling in the fridge for part have, have two. A, have a tough interview. Take a shot of it. So, uh, yeah, and we, we seriously do not advise that whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. also say no to drugs. Exactly. Not all of them. Just the illegal ones. <laughs> so so next up we have uh, a new ish like i said earlier uh in the video uh the promo video uh without andrew and they are putting out a remastered uh uh, version of their second album called with great uh power comes great responsibility volume two and it's spider-man pardon spider-man spider-man's uncle oh great great power Oh, yes, 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 yep. Sorry, man. No, no. Brain, brain No, you're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Real, real quick, just before we get to this tune, it's uh, the song's called "Brain Dead," <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I so I, I thought I thought it'd be fitting for tonight, right? But uh, uh, anyways, um, the other day, because on the mainstream apps are available, you know, we have the Big Bang Three in one of them. And the the one of the funniest episodes, at least it was funny scenes, I should say, is um, uh, Sheldon and uh, Leonard were speaking in Klingon, and uh, Amy Fairfowler and Penny were speaking in Amy Fe- Amy Fairfowler. Uh, uh, Amy's like, made up language. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I remember and and Sheldon looks at Leonard and goes, "I don't understand the Klingon," <laughs> like, and then. Every time I see it, I'm always I always am crying and laughing so hard. Like this, it always always makes me laugh that hard. Just one of those TV shows, one of those scenes that always always makes me laugh. And maybe two months ago, I didn't seen a long time. So Kim and I are sitting watching TV, where we're watching that, right? Comes on, and both of us are just like tearing us like rubbing our tears, laughing so hard. Uh quality show, man. It's one of those as well. Like the, it doesn't matter which order you see them in, even though you've seen them all, yeah. they're on all the time. You just you sit down and watch them on. You can't help but chuckle to yourself. Great show. Great mm-hmm. show. Exactly, right? So, not that we're trying to promote TV, we're trying to promote music, but just the sidetrack's kind of going <laughs> that way sometimes, right? So, yeah. next up, like I was saying, uh, brand new-ish without Andrew. So, this is uh, off uh, their new, well, their remastered second album, which comes out 
I believe it's out already or maybe in one more day. But no, it's called With Great Power uh, Comes Great Responsibility. And the song is called Brain Dead. Dig this. Drew and Brain Dead from the remastered uh, second album of theirs, with great power comes uh, uh, great responsibility. The song is called Brain Dead and uh, very punky, obviously. And you know what? I was telling Dave off air that uh, Mike and I have interviewed uh, Matthew from uh, um, with Andrew a few times actually. Had him on for some single releases. It was a lot of fun. And Matthew's always a good time. He always got something new. There's the the I think not last one time before that. You know, he had his he, see his dog walk around in the background. He's got a ukulele kind of for for fun too. So, pretty very cool guy. I mean, with Andre's very cool, and they have they've been you know they they've switched up a number of times. So not not quite uh, Spinal Tap where you no know, they lost the drummer to the Green Thumb incident, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, band mechanics, man. <laughs> Keeping everyone together, it's just uh, it's tough. It's tough work, but. I mean, they had a cracking song. I mean, like you said, very punky. Um, good vocal. I loved the little breakdown in the middle as well. It reminded us of, uh, the, I can't remember the name of the band. They did a song called Tears Don't Fall. 
Tears don't fall, they crash around me. I can't remember what the name is. Well, very much like that. Um, quality, quality stuff. Can't believe, I mean, it's things like TV shows like, well, channels like Kerrang! and Scuzz and all those and like uh, even MTV rocks to a degree, which is a lot of a lot of cheese, but you do get some good stuff. Well, like, I get a lot of my music from there, do you know what I mean? But they've all been pretty much cancelled. It's ridiculous. It's oh, like, yeah. It's like there's a massive thing to stop proper music being played anymore. <laughs> it's, it's all like, I don't know. Pop music and all these conglomerate companies get finding the X Factor, reality TV, and all that crap. Well, but anyway, know, that's another show in itself. Well, no kidding. Just generally speaking, you just just even some of the even the song names are just so stupid. It's like, how in the hell is this popular? Like, like lightning and thunder. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, who, who's saying about lightning and thunder? All of a sudden, it becomes like a, like a million dollar seller. Like, are you joking? Like, I could have fucking done that. Now look, there's lightning and thunder, it's raining. How about that? It happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so, God God knows, man. It's it's crazy. You know what I mean? Stuff. So well, I don't know what Ellie Goulden's been eating, but her new song is about uh, the brightest poo or something. So <laughs> she needs to change her diet. But anyway, yeah. we'll digress. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so next up, like we were saying, uh, we we're kind of talking about is Well, I said that uh, this is a great EP, and uh, this is a band called Those Fucking Snowflakes, and <laughs> the, the, the song titles are, are so funny. I mean, the songs are awesome, but the song titles are, 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 just, are just so funny. So this one we played a couple weeks ago, but uh, it's a great tune nonetheless. The song is called Meat is Murder, but Morrissey's a Dickhead. Dig this. <laughs> <laughs>
those fucking snowflakes. As <laughs> <laughs> would say from Family Guy, but um, no, those fucking snowflakes, man. A great song. I said we played this before. That was one was called "Meat Is Murder," but Morrissey's a dickhead, and yeah, can't argue that. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, love the tune, and that this whole EP is is it's fun and kind of say pretty direct and to the point i mean they're they're not they're not uh fucking around at all <laughs> they're they're pretty no, blown about not, their, their no. views and stuff <laughs> <Yes>, so, <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> so <laughs> and uh just just so uh, uh dave knows that i told i told him off here because uh thank you because i'm sure it's matt tweeting with the without andrew uh um uh account saying that it was bullet for my valentine is a, is a band yeah. thing, you know, so yeah it's my old brain <laughs> my old stoned pickled brain yeah. that's what it is but yeah great tune man like uh funny name but uh great lyrics and pretty straightforward about well, how they felt about everything so but yeah awesome uh, <laughs> really yeah, enjoyed it. awesome indeed though but i mean how much energy i mean i'd imagine they are absolutely awesome live like i would think so yeah have to get them up to newcastle someday and uh get them on at the little buildings check them with alan score and get them on the little buildings because uh yeah i'm sure they'd go down a storm but yeah quality even some, there's some of the vocal, the backing vocals, like, oh, Morris, he's a dick. I know, eh? <laughs> oh, just take almost operatic, man, quality. Absolutely, man. And I believe they got my favourite word, or one of my favourite words, in the English dictionary, which I won't sully a show with. Shall See you next in Four times in the space of a second, which I thought was immense. And kudos to them for that. <laughs> and one after the other, man. Just keep them rolling. Yeah, yeah of course, he was, he's, he's mentioning see you next Thursday, so... <laughs> there, there, there's a PC way of saying it, so but we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> Next up, we have oh, ooh, right, of course, nice. So. Next up is Portobello Express with a song called "I Want to Break You." Take this. <laughs>
Finished. That was Portobello Express with I Want to Break You. Nothing like a cool kind of blues rock song to break things up a bit, go from punk to blues rock, but make it flow so smoothly. And there you have it. That was Portobello Express with I Want to Break You. Uh, great tune. I'm sure Mike and I played this before. I think we had <coughs> when we did NMS on tour, and which we should have one coming up in a couple months. We just uh, have not straight away from it, but just haven't had time for it, unfortunately. But that was a great tune. The vocals are awesome. And uh, I think I said before, too, uh, and, uh, you know, tell me I'm not wrong, that uh, there's some, uh, sounds like some uh, Billy Holiday influence there. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But Billy, bit of Billy Holiday, I thought initially Aretha Franklin. Nice, yes. It was like if Aretha Franklin came in over um, Strange Brew. Right. Cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding. You know, it's like. Quality. I love a bit of rhythm and blues, well, and well, that was just well, that was awesome. Strange brew. There's also uh, no. It's, actually, no. It's bitches brew. Never mind. Miles Davis. It's, mm. it's bitches brew though, not strange brew. So, never mind. Oh, strange brew's cream though, isn't it? Right. Strange yes. Strange yeah. brew. Kill what's inside of you. It's certainly. Sorry. It's, no, no. It's I'm not saying the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken me mushrooms yet, I promise. Uh, you know what, man? Just real quick. Uh, Matthew Perry, the actor Matthew Perry, he was a uh, channeler in France. He had yeah, yeah. he had a pill addiction for a while because he got into a ski accident and whatever. So he had pain pills, got addicted. Anyways, there was one um, award ceremony like years ago. So it was like it was like the ESPYs, like for ESPN for like sports awards. And he he uh, uh, did a little bit of commentating uh, <laughs> for the show. And he's up there, and this is just after he'd been through rehab and got clean the whole thing, right? So, no, he's talking, you know, people are kind of chucking here, here and there. And then he says, like, can I get some drugs over here, please? <laughs> and then just the whole yeah. crowd erupted, right? But he'd been out of rehab for, like, maybe three months, but he got, like, a huge, like, I think it was, like, a Vicodin addiction, you know. Like, so, yeah. either way, it sucks, but, you know, he overcame it, and hopefully still is. But, no, it happens yeah. that way. So um, that was a, a sidetrack that uh, kind of didn't really deal with what you're talking about, but it happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, man, that's what it's all about. <laughs> so, oh, well, anyway, man, next up, we're going to keep the fun rolling. So next up is a band called Moot. The song's called <laughs> I Want to Be Like Clint Eastwood. Dig this. Marvelous.
song was then remind me a little bit of like sex pistols like mixing with the clash and it just yeah it was awesome tune i just love the lyrics like what a, what a good idea for a song i want to be as cool as clint eastwood you know it's like amazing it's just like almost like, like i want to be like keanu reeves in the matrix <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know how you would start the intro to that one though well, yeah uh, well, just an example it doesn't mean it to you but i mean Booming in with the good, the bad, the ugly is a good start, though, isn't it? You know yeah, I mean? right, eh? Just, yeah, swell. Swell, as Clint Eastwood would say. For a start, no one's as cool as Clint Eastwood. We'll just get that one straight <laughs> off the table. But what a tune, man. I mean, it's, you were just grinning at me, slapping me thigh, nodding away all the way through that one. But, yeah, another powerful punk song. There's a lot of punk around in the minute. Yeah, 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 a bit yeah. of a revival. Oh, yeah, 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 just a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with yeah. punk. You're never going to get away with this, Mr. Google search. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of my favorite pure lines ever. <laughs> um, so uh, just before we get to our next song, and actually Kim points out to me um, not too long before I started the show, is to realize this, but um, for people who know, Regis Philbin passed away yesterday. And who was that, sorry? Regis Philbin. He did the, the, the Regis Academy oh, yes. show, right? And yeah, I saw he, he did a lot of stuff on, on Letterman too. Like he'd come out of nowhere. Like I mean, it was all planned, obviously. But you know, he'd run out. He like the, the the super small gym shorts and the tank top, and he's like, he's like tossing out videos and stuff. He's got this basket, like running in the crowd. It's just so funny, man. Like, uh, the thing is, in the UK, I would imagine I could be wrong, but a lot of us don't know who he is. I've oh, yeah, seen the tweets and cool. seen that he's trying to die, but yeah, I'm not sure who he is. But uh, sad day. Yeah. Who else went today? Peter uh, Green, man. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, really? Yeah, Holy 73. Crap. I can't believe I didn't yeah. see that come up, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked myself, but I mean, he's, he's been through the mill, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's had a, a rough ride of it, but 
Man, one of the best. One of the best. Sorry, I just like I think I sorry, I just felt like I was gonna sneeze there for a second, so I was just like, oh, it's like click, click. I thought I'd left you stunned. No, no, just, no, you no, 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 I just thought I was gonna sneeze. You'd be shocked by this. <laughs> no, no, this this is a chew, son of a sneeze, you know. A <laughs> chew? Bless you. <laughs> so for there's for those wondering, that's Robin Hood Ben Tights. So anyway, so moving on. Next up, uh, I just thought that was kind of actually somewhat fitting because next up is a band called Royal Bloom. So no real high, right? So here, don't here, wear tights. I'll just get that one straight straight away. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go with Royal Bloom and Bittersweet. Dig this.
Royal Bloom with Bittersweet. And uh, as we're talking off air, a very heavily uh, Nirvana influence. I mean, you, you can just tell, but still, the vocals were great. I mean, they just had that good kind of cold, or if you want to call it cold, dark, alternative, grungy, deep feel to it. Just made that much cooler because like, I love that old, that old kind of like, what, what we, the way they recorded it, I guess, you know, uh, different effects. But what a great tune. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, obvious Nirvana comparisons. That, I mean, obviously, they, they know that themselves, but they don't look like Nirvana. They're a great bunch of lads. We actually gigged with them in Newcastle. Um, fantastic night. But, yeah, shades of Alice in Chains in there as well. You know, you can tell, like, there's an influence there. He's got a tinge of the Jerry vocal about him from Alice in Chains. Um, right. But, yeah, quality tune. And let's face it, grunge was, grunge was fucking kick-ass. You know what I mean? Once, oh, yeah. Once the once Kirk had been died and everyone else was, it, grunge became something else. Like I don't know, it just went wrong. But yeah. I sounds like that keep been alive. Live on grunge. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate because it's almost like it died with them. You know, like even though the other bands still kept up, and you know, like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, then Silverchair came along, right? And obviously, but to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were kind of around before Nirvana, weren't they? Those lot, like they kind of. Bleeders, ah. Pixies, Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. Um, Screaming Trees. I think, Mudhoney. Yeah, I think Nirvana kind of just usurped them as far as like the public. They made that crossover, didn't they? Pretty and then much. everyone from there, that's how I probably got into the likes of Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Well, right, because uh, Bleach was released in 89, but like bands like Dinosaur Jr. and Screaming Trees and Mudhoney were around before them because they were part of the sub pop label, which. Nirvana mm. it recorded their first album Bleach for six hundred dollars US, which is just peanuts, right? Right. So yeah. So there you go. There's a little bit of history for you that you didn't know that. I'm sure most fans would know that, but just in case you didn't, there you are. So we have a brand new Phonolux song, which is up next, and a simple title, but a great song. This song's called Albert. Dig this Phonolux. <laughs>
played on Phono Lux with Albert. Uh, what a great tune. Uh, very bluesy, kind of uh, with, with nice like, the pop and rock mix in there. A little bit of old school 70s in there. The, the vocals were great. It just it just flowed so well. Very chill tune. Like Very much enjoyed that one. So big thank you to, uh, to Phono Lux for saying that along. Yeah, what a tune that was, man. I mean, you got to love it when a, a song plays and you just kind of get lost in it. It's like so many influences. It makes it hard to pigeonhole, you know. I mean, you've got that. It's almost like a dozy keyboard just ding, 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 in the background, a little like hint of that. You've, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got like kind of the, the, like an, a, you know, the 80s warmth you used to get from 80s right. songs, that kind of uh, almost violins, but not. Like it's just in the background. Beautiful little solo in there. I'm sure there's some like re- little reverse effect as well. I was I was drifting off, man, swaying in the breeze. Beautiful song <laughs> with a little bit of a key turn there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's still just yeah. I mean, had everything. That that's a quality tune. Man, I, I need more. Uh, I need more. I, I was just thinking about this um, earlier today, and last week when we were doing the show. Did I happen to mention like this video I saw and it was a it was a it was a cop video but it was funny. So he's uh, sitting in his cruiser and uh, and the caption below says the way you feel when you're on a twelve hour shift it's six in the morning and someone's out jogging. You know, okay. so so it starts and the the audio behind him comes up and it's from uh, uh, coming to America. It's like it's like. Good morning, my neighbors. And then he gets on his, uh-huh. he gets on his mic. It's six in the morning, so get back in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I believe he did mention that last week. I don't know if he did it on air, but I'm sure he did. Sorry, I yeah. just I just I just thought that it was just so funny, and that's that's it's absolute gold. It's six in the morning. Get, uh, back, get back in your house. But <laughs> <laughs> coming to America, I'm on to classic. It's one of those films that whenever it's on, even though you've seen it a million and one times, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this again. Oh man, for sure. Like, oh, the other day, <laughs> the other day, um, my my brother who's in China, he uh, he uh, sent a group uh, text so, to myself, my sister, and my dad, and he's like, well, I've actually tried duck soup, so. Of course, automatically the family goes right to the Marx Brothers because we grew up on the Marx Brothers and there's a movie called Duck Soup. So everything was relating and the jokes were going back and forth because we, we know this movie like backwards and forwards. It seemed like a million one times, but it's so funny. <laughs> but it's one of the classics where, you know, the, the insults were funny, but they weren't like really bad and no swearing, but they were still just kind of really kind of drove the point home. But yeah, know, very funny. So I saw it as like things when I got, when the, when the text started going, I was, uh, well, I was sleeping because so it was off only overnight. It's so like, okay, I'll answer it later. But I, I kind of looked at a couple, a couple of girls, like, <laughs> went back to sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling, mate. But, it happens uh, to me all the time. Man, we are going to keep uh, this awesome show going with another great one. And this is a song by one of my favorite bands uh, called Johnny Stranger off the album Valkyrie. So it's called follow in my footsteps and dave was asking last week i'm pretty sure i told him the right one but in case he uh, forgot and i did remind him this is the one that i recorded myself singing live on air the mics were off on the on the laptop obviously but they weren't off when i was doing the instagram so here we go yep. with johnny stranger and follow in my footsteps dig this Papa kissed her salty lips, said a prayer, and stepped out to die. 
Johnny Stranger and Follow in My Footsteps from the album Valkyrie. And uh, by far my favorite song of this album, like such cool riffs and just the vocals are so strong and powerful. And, you know, of course, uh, 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 Dave had the pleasure of hearing me uh, sing off air in his ear while on the microphone. Realizing, <laughs> it's but, a beautiful thing, man. Right? <laughs> but man, what a heavy rock and tune and just such great lyrics. And just the, the whole song is, is awesome. And I'm not going to lie. I, I am partial to them. And, but I do believe that uh, Valkyrie is, is an epic masterpiece. So be sure to check it out. Pick it up on all streaming apps. No, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, that sort of thing. But definitely worth it. So please check it out. So that was uh, Johnny Stranger with Follow in My Footsteps. Yeah, well, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? It's like this yeah, influence is a tool in there with the bass lines, the time change towards the end and stuff. The harmonies he's putting in there vocally as well, uh, like uh, reminding us a little bit of. Um, Oh, I forget. I'm going to go on another one of them. Well, I can't remember what they call with the song this, but um, uh, just a quality tune. I actually had a message there from the guitarist from Empire as nice. well. He must be listening. I, can't, I haven't got a chance to respond, obviously, because I'm on Skype, but right. just saw it pop up there saying current song is absolutely class. So, yeah, he was it loving is, it as well. They're, they're Epic our, tune. Um, Empire will be uh, track four for part two. Incubus. That's what I was trying to think Incubus. of. Incubus. Oh, Oh yeah, my brain works, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the the vocal. Um, yeah, just man. Well, for of sure. Thing from that's definitely like early Incubus, right? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like make yourself and and uh, their EP mm. Fungus Among Us. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, uh, that that's yeah. such a great EP. Like, I love Fungus Among Us. Like. <laughs> Let's see, yeah, well, there might not be any more Incubus, but we got Johnny Stranger now. Yeah, right. Eh? So there you go. And uh, yeah, man. So next up, we have uh, another brand new Marvel line song from uh, their album "Savory Tooth Tiger," and this one is called "How Green the Grass." And I was saying the same thing when I was mowing my lawn the other day. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> Just spare her 
right on marble wine with how green the grass off their uh um album Savy tooth tiger uh another a uh, tripped out in an early kind of 60s 70s pop in there and this is when i was telling dave off it this could have gone part one or part two so kind of a, it was a bit of a hard decision but either way it's a great tune this this whole album has been amazing so far so we've loved enjoying it we loved playing and enjoying their tunes so Check that out, man. Like, uh, great vocals. But, yeah, definitely early 60s, 70s influence kind of tripped out and a bit of rock pop in there as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one of those happy kind of summery tunes, uh, like the 60s summer of love style. Um, you know me. I'm uncomfortable with a smile on my face, though. <laughs> Doc, that's, that's the only problem. But as a tune, no quality. I mean, just, uh, just a bit too happy for me. It's making a smile. What's wrong? I feel... <laughs> Feel like I need something. Uh, I need no. I was going to say I need to listen to Morrissey, but no, we're not going to listen. <laughs> He's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Boom, <laughs> uh, ching. All right, so there, there's a little rim shot. So yeah, exactly right. So yeah, next, kicks at the bar. Uh, next up is a band that Dave submitted and the goal got submitted to him. It's a band called Anti Bastard, and this song's called <clears throat> Shark Attack. Take this.
right on. Well, that's a first for an extremely heavy tune. That was Anti-Bastard <laughs> with a chart attack. And we were talking off air and this, that, that so, so reminiscent of Slayer and like Rain and Blood and like old Megadeth, like peace cells and who's buying. But man, wow. Like, I, like, this wasn't well, like, love has to be that, that heavy, but that was just badass, just like, boof, right in your face and kicking the nuts. Like, holy crap. <laughs> I expect to, I actually expect to hear at one point Rain of Blood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it. I mean, basically, Anti Bastard are um, they're a band from Newcastle. They've got a following. Thrash metal. Dougie, the guitarist, is a friend of mine. Um, worked with them on music before. Amazing guitarist, and they've got quite a following. They've even got a, a male streaker who follows them around. Not, I tend to try and stay away from him. I've only been to a few other gigs, but he wasn't that one of them. But yeah, I mean, Dougie, he's just, he's quality on the, on the guitar, man. I mean, so many different time changes and, I mean, like you say, the, the Slayer, like, I'm sure Dougie's a fan of Slayer. Um, but yeah, he's probably sitting there screaming at the foot. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I kind of didn't think that this would be put anywhere else other than part one, the doc. <laughs> Definitely a part one tune. Oh man, for sure. And it's like, it's nice because <laughs> once in a while we get some good stuff. And the thing is, there is a, um, a record company called Inverse Records and they're based out of Finland. And uh, the Finns love their death metal and metal, you know, and some of it's good, and but some of it's like not quite suitable for the show. That's why it's hard to kind of go back and forth. But they've had a couple of good bands like Freedom Fuel and uh there's one more i'll remember the name of but either way they've had they've had a good, couple of good submissions and you know they have some trip out stuff as well but generally speaking you know it's, it's heavy stuff and it's, and it's not that it's, it's heavy it's just that it's just either way too 80s <clears throat> almost almost like <clears throat> excuse me almost like too iron maiden or like yeah too much yeah, I know what you che- mean. or too much cheesy like 80s like vocals you know what i mean yeah yeah totally so, um, but I mean, just on a side note, Dougie used to be for a short spell guitarist in a band called Hell Bastard. They were actually quite quite big in I would imagine similar areas. I mean, touring, you're looking at touring at like places where they were getting like, thousands of people watching them. Do you know what oh, I mean? Wow. Um, but but um, Anti Bastard's getting uh, getting a bit of a following going, and uh, I tell you what, they'll rearrange your bar like. <laughs> Just, that's what you are. Well, man, we're going to switch gears now just a little bit. This is um, Keith, and it's uh, used to uh, have a bank of the juveniles, but uh, this is uh, another project he started, and the music's awesome, and he's been very good at sending us like the new releases, and he sent me some badges in the mail about a month ago, so it's awesome, so I really appreciate it. So, so thank you to Mike Juvenile from Keith Music. So next up is a song called The Beat of a Drum. Dig this. Time. What am I here for and what have I done? As the 
Catchy, you know, it's a, a good mix of like, you know, like the alternative and cool call it Brit pop, but a good twist on it, it was awesome. I really yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, uh, obviously, that beat just infectious as well. Kind of I can't help but like rock, rock in your chair or tap your foot. Um, vocals and the guitar as well, the progression of it just. Like you said, catchy. It gets. I can imagine that's going to be one of them that gets stuck in your head for days. For quality tune. Oh, it definitely has. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so next up is a brand new band called Temper Roll. This one's called Show Yourself. Do this. Show yourself. Watch for life. Being in pitch 
Very catchy, very early 90s alternative. A little bit of uh, Breeders and Pixies, a bit of Portishead in there as well. Just there's a mixture like uh, of of you know the the, the scales and, and, and riffs that were, were mixing together. Plus the vocals were really good. Really enjoyed those. Like very uh, on point. I think it's the best way to put it. But a great tune. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's so melodic, so nice and. Sweet. Crazy and mellow. Um, I love the contrast as well between the kind of you know, the low driving mellow kind of verse part that just kind of spaces you out that bass line just rolling along and that, that it's like almost like a reggae hook with the guitar that and it's just you get sucked into that and then this orchestral like chorus comes in the bridge and. Yeah, man, it's just man. That could have been in part two as well. Very spacey and oh, uh, tripped out, right. but yeah, that, rocky at the same time. Very understated uh, quality. Tune. There, there, in line, my, my issue with some of the songs, they go either way, right? So they kind of decide what's, mm, what's work better for which part, right? And that's, yeah, that's always right. it's always uh, a bit of it frustrating, but it works out in the end. So it's not frustrating, Doc. It just means you're going to make us take those mushrooms earlier. <laughs> <laughs> We're not promoting or pushing that or, not, or anything like that. So, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say mushrooms? Sorry. Yeah. Dave, Dave's thoughts. Dave, Dave's <laughs> thoughts are not those of music. Sorry, myself, Doctor Bones, Mike Five, etc., etc. So, um, <laughs> so next up, man. Uh, 
Man, I don't, I'm not sure this was a, if it was a good fall, but it's the way it's happening. So <laughs> this this is a band called the Ember Bugs, and the song's called Pricks. Take <laughs> 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 this. Nailed it.
Right on the amber bugs and pricks. That was man. That was so many different influences. That was like ska, then turned it into swing. So influences to me that sound like the real crown review. Just in case people are wondering if you've ever seen the the movie The Mask with Jim Carrey, uh, the band that plays in a club that goes, "Hey, Ponchugo," that's the real crown <laughs> review. Or there's uh, Trey Papadakis with Zoot Suit Riot, right? Mm, and, yeah. But what a great kind of ska swing mix, man. The vocals were awesome. I can love the horns and what a good breakdown. And 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 tell me that I can't go from kind of let's say um well essentially kind of kind of pop rock to kind of swing in and ska and make it flow properly, right? So there you go. Like that was awesome. Like I really, really enjoyed that song. That was the Amber Bugs with Ricks. Yeah, holy shit, man. I'm... I wasn't sure where I was coming or going there. There was that much going on. I mean, what would you define it as? Scar, funk, theater, jazz house? Oh, it's sure. like, there's just so many elements in there. I mean, the lyrics as well, which obviously <laughs> I'm not going to repeat on air, but no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliantly put together. I mean, the structure of it, it's, that was like watching a small play or listening to a small play, should I say? <laughs> Duh. Hello, McFly. But you knew what I meant. You knew what I meant, Tom. (laughs) All right, man. Well, we have two more songs left for part one. Then we'll take a quick 20-minute break or so-ish. And then come back. You charge me phone. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) next up is, um, actually, you know what? Um, uh, Next up is Million Manders. And Million Manders actually initially got in touch with because of Forgotten Bee. It was a number of years ago. Yeah, I remember. She came on the banter hour, banter hour. So myself and B got a chance to interview her back then, and uh, she's doing a lot of stuff since then, and gotten a lot bigger, uh, which is good for her. Like I mean, like bigger uh, meaning like uh, uh, well, well known, not, not physically. So, like successful, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, successfully, not physically. Anyways, yeah. The point <laughs> being is, I, I would like to set up an interview with her at some point soon, and her mentions contact me a few times. So I'm just trying to find a time where Mike and I can do it. But regardless of that, here's her brand new song. So this is Millie Manders and a song called Bitter. Dig this.
right on. Millie Manders and Bitter, uh, a complete game changer because normally she's more punk and ska, but that was like electronic alternative. But man, did it ever sound good? Like the vocals were great. I could love the catchy riff. Like bassline was amazing. Like great tune. Like that kicked ass. It was very, very unexpected, but very pleasing at the same time. Yeah, man. I mean, I remember the show you were talking about before you played the song um, back then when you did. You stopped the B and Bones on a Thursday. Right. Uh, I remember listening to the interview. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't a fan, but compared to this, it's a complete. I mean, I heard she submitted quite a few tunes to you in the early days. I remember different kind of music entirely, much more understated, like and laid back in a. I think I mentioned it on off air, like like a live lounge style. It was very, it was more like ska, wasn't it? Like right. acoustic oh, yeah. ska. But that was, I don't know whether it's because she's got a different band or, well, that's a full driven, that riff. I mean, holy shit. But it's brought her voice to much more personality in her vocal than there ever was before. And I, if that's because of the band or just the direction that she took upon herself or just, gen, you know, general right. evolution. You know, coming into her own, wow, that was fucking epic, man. I mean, that's, I'll buy that. I'll buy that for a dollar. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that quality tune. You know, I wasn't expecting that at all. He caught us off guard, man. All right, man. So we have... Thought, what... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I just thought, ah, Millie, man, that's kind of... Yeah, I kind of had an idea of what I was expecting, <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was wrong. Stay wrong. Well, right now, man, we have one more song here for part one before we take a quick break. So uh, the last one up is a brand new song off his new EP by S. Alan Morrissey. The song is called Broken Intentions. Say this.
with Broken Intentions. Uh, a lot different from what we're used to by him, but very, very cool and tripped out. And this one I had a hard time with. I couldn't decide initially whether I wanted to finish up part one like I'm doing right now or have it in part two just because it could go either way. But great tune, and he sent Mike and I the EP, which is badass, by the way, which is awesome. It's good to hear. And his, old, his other stuff was cool, which we played pretty much fully full EP before. But yeah, very tripped out. The voice was great. She had just very powerful and but just strong and and kind of like sullen and kind of dark at the same time. She had that perfect mix and like she just nailed it. Great tune, loved it. Yeah, man, it was a haunt, wasn't it? It's a nice little link towards that end of part one, I suppose. But um, I mean, yeah, the vocal that was probably the the most haunting part about it a nice and dreamy kind of music nice and um remind us a little bit of like you know like the i wouldn't say she she sounds like Sinead o'connor but right. the, the way the song was done the way it kind of floats along 
Right. Okay. Um, reminders yeah. of someone, yeah. So I kind of got that from it, but yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm, I was going to make another reference to some herbal remedies there, and I stopped myself, so I'm getting better, Doc. But yeah, right. I'm looking forward to part two. I really am. Well, uh, we'll we are going to take a quick break here, so like 15, 20 minutes, and like usual, we're going to let uh, Doctor Kier take us out. So we'll be back in about fifteen twenty. Until then, bones out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrink eating that! Krieger out!